Hey everybody, it's me, Dan Guy from the Suckcast. I want to tell you about something really awesome and new. It's called the Endlight Podcast Network, where you can hear such awesome shows like Trek Off, Pop Off, Ninjas vs. You, and The Hot Mess with Philip Stamper. Oh, and the most important one of all, the Suckcast. You can go check out the podcast at endlightpodcast.com. Go there! Hey there, folks, it's Justin. You're about to hear part one of our two-part podcast about Transformers with Daniel Ross. Tune in next week for part two. Here we go. Hi and welcome to Pop Off. This is Justin, and with me today is Daniel Ross. Daniel Ross. Yes, it's me. Um, hi, Daniel. Uh, uh, hi. So this is um, what is ultimately going to be, I guess, the probably the second episode of Pop Off. It the is, second episode. Yeah, it's the first that I'm recording. We are with number you. two. <laughs> it's funny you should say that. <laughs> um, we are uh, we are talking tonight about something that uh, that Daniel is very near and dear to Daniel's heart. It's uh, women. Uh, the, the one thing you love more sir money um the one the one thing that money is what you've given up for this thing oh transformers transformers more than meets the eye absolutely well let's get into it because i think that um uh transformers is something that that i don't exactly come all the way to your level level of uh fandom with and certainly if we're going to be doing the pop culture podcast this is part of of American pop culture, absolutely. For anyone, let's say, well, it's not just American pop culture. This is this is, I guess, going back across the going globe. Back, well, th- tell me, tell me, bring bring me to everything that happened before Transformers, uh, the first episode premiered in the United States. Uh, bring me because there's a history before that, correct? Yeah, there's there's a there's a detailed history before that, and uh, it basically starts with a lot of uh, transforming robot toys in Japan. Can you give me a year when the, this phenomenon starts? Do you know well, about this? This this started in I believe 1984, probably when I yeah when I was four years old. 1984. Yeah, it was 84. Is not when Transformers the cartoon starts. Yes, that's that's when Transformers officially started. Okay, now um, what now? Now, had this cartoon ever been seen, or a version of this cartoon ever been seen in Japan before? No. Came here? All right. No, no. All of the toys featured in Transformers were other toy lines that were combined into an American series, and a cartoon was created to bring them to life, and that was Transformers, uh, which uh, started in 1984. Okay. Um, um, I guess the uh, the the one. I guess I don't want to say the one that started it all, but the one that I saw most often out there is a ray gun, a a a laser pistol. Ah, that would probably be Shockwave. It did end up being Shockwave, but it wasn't. Um, tell me about Shockwave, because Shockwave is kind of unique in the Transformers universe. Shockwave was a cyclops. He had one eye, and he was very intelligent. He wor- he worshipped logic. And from an intellectual property point of view, what makes him unique? Uh, he was uh, he was left on Cybertron to basically watch over the planet in no, Megatron's I I, absence. But but not not in the story. But in the was was he not like what was he, he not was a toy? 
And wasn't he a toy that wasn't owned by Hasbro initially? Was there were well, there were lots of toys that were combined into the Transformers series. They were okay. transformable robots that turned into something else. Uh, there were lots of different uh, series like Valkyrie, uh, Macross. Oh gosh, uh, I don't even remember some of the names, but they were all originating in in Japan mostly, um, and they were brought into the Transformer series and each given their own characters and bios and and you know brought into the mythos individually. Okay, I'm Shockwave I, being one of them. Well, those. I I guess I I had heard that Shockwave sort of continued even after Hasbro had it. Um, in other forms well he was that that toy was called toy. galaxy man or so, yeah. something like that it was it was a radio shack toy that was that was licensed and uh i don't know there was some type of issue with it because i don't think they ever re-released that individual toy um but yeah i mean lots of different ones Jetfire was a valkyrie toy that uh is unable to be re-released because it's owned by a different company uh but i should have kept mine <laughs> yeah well it's it's worth a lot of money uh in fact a lot of the old toys are worth a heck of a lot of money um as are most collectibles yeah. you know within any uh any given uh collectible field well let, let let me go back at least what for me was pre-transformers for me um was that I was so I was born in seventy six, so I was eight years old in eighty four, um, and I have a vague, very vague recollection of did Robotech exist before Transformers? That pre Transformers? No, 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 that was that was after. That was after. Okay, yeah. the one I do remember pre Transformers was Gobots. Um, GoBots was actually around the same time as okay. Transformers, and it was released as a competitor. Now, it's funny that you mentioned GoBots. That is now owned by Hasbro yeah. and has since been retconned into the Transformers universe uh, via the comics. But, uh, yes, GoBots was a competitor around the same time that Transformers was released. The thing about GoBots that I found compelling is the toys seemed almost like little die-cast feet, like Hot Wheels. Mm -hmm. that they... That's exactly what they were. They were little die-cast figures that would transform simply... And uh, I think I don't know a lot about the origins of GoBots, but they I think they were created specifically for that line. Okay, all right. So the the I remember having GoBots. I remember having having little GoBots, and then I Psy kill Leader One. I had Leader One. I, I had Leader One, and I remember Baron von Munchausen. Oh no, that's a movie. <laughs> and I and I remember the other thing I remember is I had. Um, uh, when I was seven, uh, I took a trip to Paris, and in I'm pa so sorry. And in Paris, I got a toy that was a, a snail, a train, a train that turned into a robot. Oh! And this is before I had any knowledge of Transformers, and mm -hmm. I thought that it was it was the coolest thing that I had ever seen. I had no like no knowledge of this at all. Uh, well, it's funny because transforming items, transforming toys from a robot to some type of vehicle. Uh, were were basically considered to be transformers. I can't tell you how many times when I was a kid, my parents brought me some crappy little doohickey that would turn into one thing or another, and they said, "Here, here, there's this, there's this transformer that you like. It's a transformer." And I'm thinking to myself, "No, it's not, but okay, I'll play with it anyway." There was something called Human Dolphin, which was like this person that would fit into a car that would turn into a plane. Yeah. But it was a transformer, and I'm throwing up quotation marks yeah. right now. Well, the the things like that. So I at the time I lived in I lived in Arizona and somebody had um the our we had a roommate and he had the first like VCR that I had ever seen. And the first VHS VCR it was this giant thing. It was probably it was it's like a big box. It was a giant box with a little tape that popped out of the top. Mm -hmm. Um 
and you could record on it. And I recorded a TV show I had never seen before. Really? And it was the first. It was an episode from the first season of Transformers. Well, there you go. I wish I could. It remember. is part of yeah. your childhood. It, as it is most people. And 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 the thing about that tape was that you know anyone growing up in the eighties will remember that you could only really get cartoons occasionally after school. That was a little later, and before school, but on Saturdays, and it was hard to get so hard to get that and to have a tape with a cartoon on it that you could watch anytime a cartoon anytime you ever that wanted that was pimp and and the tape that i had that i could watch a cartoon at any time was transformers mhm um and so i had sort of that knowledge of the existence of of transformers based on that tape as early as that, and I think you know, that was kind of first season before I became aware of it. Now, what were you were you watching? You weren't watching Transformers at four, were you? Were you? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I went. To, I went to see the Transformers. I remember my dad brought me to see the Transformers movie, and I was a little kid when I watched Optimus Prime die uh, for we'll the get, first time. And we'll get to that. We'll get. Oh we'll get man! There. But yeah, I, I was a little kid. My first Transformer was Soundwave. He was a little cassette that would have. Uh, a uh, little. He was the cassette player that would have all the little cassettes ju- uh, jump out, like Ravage, that's Rumble, you, Frenzy. That, that's what you used to play music on. <laughs> you used to, um, but no, that was my actual first Transformer, and then it was a fr- no, no pun intended, a frenzy of uh, toy collecting afterwards that has continued uh, into my thirties. I know. Um, I didn't. We didn't have money for that. No. Um, and so. I had my share of uh, who's the red bumblebee? Um, That's Cliff Jumper. I had my share of Cliff Jumpers and bumblebees. Now, if you had a uh, red bumblebee with a bumblebee face, that was Bumble Jumper. Yeah, I probably had all three. I had the knockoff. but that wasn't an actual character. That was a that was a factory defect that the fans then called Bumble Jumper. I had the knockoffs that were almost exactly the same thing, but slightly different that you mm-hmm. can get at the drugstore. They were coated with seed. Um, um, I, I, and, and, and tears, um, and, and, you know, the, the thing about Transformers is that, um, is that they, <laughs> um, the, the thing about Transformers is that they w- would range in price from like $2 oh, yeah. to about $25, $30. God, can you remember what that would buy you back then? Oh, 30 and $30 was, a, especially when a, you were a kid, B things cost, you know, my grandparents bought me Fortress Maximus for a hundred dollars, which now fetches on the market about a thousand dollars. Yeah, that's it. Think about that kind of markup. That's insane. And by the way, the tallest and bulkiest transformer ever made cannot be reproduced due to uh, uh, child sa- uh, safety laws. Really? Yes. If wow. you drop it from a certain height, he will shatter, causing oh. little pieces that uh, kids can swallow. Oh, that's crazy. But somehow. I'm still here. <laughs> Lots of other kids from the '80s are here. Well, it, it, it's it's sort of a, there, that that argument doesn't really hold. I survived with lead. You, you see, the reason that argument doesn't hold is that the kids who died aren't here. <laughs> so well, fuck them. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, they played with GoBots. <laughs> I just snorted something out my nose. <laughs> um, uh, so so. Transformers is is uh, when the show comes out owned by Hasbro and Marvel is, is is Marvel is involved at this point. Marvel was the one that was in charge of creating the mythos. Yeah, 
of Transformers. They created most of the characters. I, I, now, I'm saying that from a basic level. I'm sure there were some p- individuals at Hasbro that individually created some of these characters, like Optimus Prime and you know Megatron yeah, yeah, yeah. individually. You know, nobody knows that individual stuff outside of the people who were you know involved with it. Um, but for the most part, yes, Marvel created uh, the mythology and everything behind Transformers that we know of. Which gets to the other place that that Transformers fits in my in my personal mm. childhood. Um, you collect toys. I collect toys and comics. I, and I collect comics. Comics. The first comic that I owned uh-huh. was Transformers G.I. Joe. Ooh. The crossover that they did. I'd never yes. owned a comic book before that. And so the very first comic book, because at that point I was vaguely aware of G.I. Joe, um, Transformers was weird in that it it was on the air. It was this huge deal for like three years, but I, it was never in reruns. I rarely saw it in reruns. It was, uh, it was like gone. It, like when it disappeared, it was gone, and then it came back as a sort of pseudo, almost pseudo CG. Yeah, that was intro, Generation Two. Generation intro, Two, and then that would play. It was a pseudo CG intro, and then it would play the old episode. Well, you see, that was actually the downfall of Transformers because they came out with the the, the series died. It it stopped. They stopped rerunning it. The toys went off the shelves hasbro regurgitated this this series of toys that was just wildly colored versions of the original toys and they called it generation two and all they did is they put this cg cube on the screen and regurgitated the the tv shows and it wasn't successful and it died transformers died now let's talk about the the Let's say the the four things that for me made Transformers collectible that that made them interesting the, the the point where I was really interested. Okay, there was the existence of them. I guess is the first one. Mm-hmm. Then there's the Purge, the Purge Transformers, Purge the, the movie, the movie. Yes, um, and you you have since enlightened me as to what <laughs> that was about. Um, so without without getting into what happened in the movie, mm-hmm. what is the reason for what happened in the movie. Um, the reason for what happened in the movie is that Hasbro needed to introduce new toys. And this is what, year 88? 87? Uh, I'm not remembering off the top right of my around head. Then, I right? will be crucified by my fellow fans, but you know what? I'm not remembering off the top of my head. I think it was right. 85, 86? Something like that, yeah. Somewhere around there. But yeah, literally, the entire premise of the movie was to kill off... The old toys that you already own and introduce new, cooler toys like Rodimus Prime. I mean, Hot Rod. <laughs> <laughs> which, which I, I mean. In RC, I'm a total pussy. <laughs> and 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 the first girl Transformer. RC. And uh, although that could be argued, Alita One is uh, she's up there. Is she? Yeah. All right. Yeah. She was up there with Orion Paxio. Um. So had her had uh, grown up Spike. Um, did we assume that Spark Sparkplug died? That the dad was he was he, he was not there. He had a massive aneurysm after the uh, battle at the uh, waterfall, which sucked. I'm actually making that up. Yeah, I, well, I was like, wow. I didn't know that he disappeared. I have to assume he died of old age. Yeah. So the so the idea is that it's in the future, which is actually like our past now. Because yeah, it's like 2001 or something. The year is 2010. Really? Is it now? <laughs> it was. It was 2010. 2010. It's supposed to be last year. No, 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 wait, no, no. It was 2005. Yeah. 2005. 
the Shout future. out to my boys at the 2005 board. 2000, 2005. The year is 2005. 2005 is in the future. <laughs> so futury. Oh. Um, um, and so and so. Let's get down to it. Um, yes. Let's let first the elephant in the room is Optimus Prime. Um, he's, he's not an elephant. He's as big as one. Um, in Beast Wars, that was Ironhide. Get oh. it right. Uh, he is. Uh, he is. Everyone knew going into the movie that he or died. Big Convoy. If you're going by Beast Wars Neo. Everyone knew that he was going to die. Like that was. I didn't know he was going to die. Oh, I, I, I kind of. I was knew. a kid. I, 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 you don't even know about death. It's like your dad or mom teaching you about sex. I guess, you don't yeah, know I, about it. You were, you were about the age, I guess, of my son now. So the, the idea of, of death. Thanks for putting it in those terms. And, yeah. Well, that's. I mean, that's. You know, that's. It's I only was, slightly condescending. I was. I was three. <laughs> I was about. I was three years older. I was first in Star Wars by that point. I, okay. Yeah, I, you know, the concept of death and stuff. I, I sort of got. Yeah. And that was. Um, I knew, kind but it's of, not even that. He not only does he die, he turns gray. Yeah, he just he's lifeless, and he passes out. And Rodimus, or Hot Rod, is there. And you know. but but Optimus Prime's death didn't bother me because it was because you're heartless. No, because monster it, because it was noble. Because it was, he went it out. It wasn't noble. He went out like a pussy. I'm not sorry. At all. I love Prime, but you know what? He gave Megatron too many chances. Megatron wasn't having that. Megatron was like, I'm going to grab this gun, even though I can turn into a gun and shoot you because <laughs> I'm I'm injured. Oh, you can't destroy me. Oh, I, I repent. And Optimus, of course, being a good you know, guy, the good guy that he is, he was like, All right, Megatron, I'll give you one more chance but, there, partner. But he was. Went, but he at least went, he went out in a big, pussy in a big fight. He held his own. He was kind of damaged. He was trying to do the right thing, and yeah, I paid the price for it. But by comparison, he did not do the right by, thing. By by comparison to the Autobot uh, City was in flames. The other Transformers who die in the film, Optimus Prime goes out like a like a in slow hero. motion. In, 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 that did in that signifies he's the hero. Um, and also the fight beforehand was epic. It was a cool fight, and that and that nah. there's that one flip that he does when he when when he comes into the scene. Well, that of was course, clearly clearly better. Like some some only of, cool guys can flip so, and go in slow motion. Some some of the animation in the movie was clearly better than the show, <laughs> and some of it wasn't clearly better than right. the show right um they, they had hero shots and uh-huh. that was one that that fight was just filled with hero shots and i and i well the animation artists were like you monkeys you draw faster and they're like <laughs> you know that was that that was the cheaper shots wow <laughs> wow that not that was not meant in any kind Humboy of transform okay let's not do that hey you know what a lot of respect yo this this originated in japan y'all my brothers yo Kawaii right. motherfucker. Okay. I don't want this to happen anymore. <laughs> um I uh, so what what you have is you you have uh, who are the deaths? Who who dies in the movie? Everyone. All right, good guys. Everyone. Prime. Uh yeah, Prime. Who, do you who dies on screen? Uh Ultra Magnus, Prime. Ultra Magnus dies? Yeah, he gets ripped apart by Galvatron. Ultra Magnus, but he's in the show. Of course he comes back. All right, so he doesn't count because he's the, gonna... the Junkians uh, put him back together. All right, let, let me rephrase. Who meets their end in this show that you don't at least oh. see until far later? Uh, Who... Ironhide, oh, yeah. Ratchet. Ironhide's going to. Ironhide's uh, the one I want to talk about. Braun, of all people, who has, like, you know, he has the most armor of any Autobot, just gets taken out, like, with one yeah. shot from Megatron. Who's uh, the one who's such ripped... heroic nonsense? Who's the one who's ripped apart on the on the planet that you see sort of get ripped to shreds when the planet's eating? 
Um, that would be the jazz oh, or gosh, I don't even remember. There's so there's so much death. There's so much death. It's terrible. Um, it's uh, ultimately everyone that you love from G1 just gets ripped to shreds, and, pretty much. And ultimately, the only person who doesn't die but becomes a di- <laughs> are the people that are introduced. No, the only person who doesn't die of all people is Megatron. He just becomes a different toy. Well, no, he did. He becomes a different character. He becomes Galvatron. It, no, no, he, he changes names and colors, but he no, he, he is reformatted and is owned by Unicron. Unicron shaped him in his own image until the first and episode he goes of the show. Insane. And the, in the first ep- the sh- episode of the show, he's just like Megatron. Same voice, same attitude. Well, it's Frank Welker, of course. Yeah, same voice, same attitude. It's sort of the same. And, and, and same memories. you have Scourge and Cyclonus, which yeah. are formatted from other dead Decepticons. Yeah, but, but in the case of him, you get the sense Starscream that... Starscream throws him out of Astrotrain. Yeah. You, you get the sense that he is... And I'm going to talk about Astrotrain in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, that you, you just get the sense that he is the... Of everyone who, who dies... Megatron's there is a character with Megatron's memories and Megatron's brain and thoughts and motivations who can of all the people who continue to live it would be the one guy who you don't like the most (laughs) (laughs) it's like everyone else even even Starscream who I always found to be way more interesting than Megatron like Megatron was like a force of nature Starscream was always like like Starscream was in my opinion the most interesting thing about Transformers that of everything that they would build into the mythos in the bad guys. I disagree. All There's right. also Huffer, who was around once in a while to carry uh, Prime's trailer when he was too tired. Did they ever show Huffer on screen? Oh, yeah. How many times? Um, I can't recall. Enough that I remember him. But, uh, yeah, it's uh, Huffer. He was on there. Lots of other obscure Transformers. I bet you don't know who uh, Roller was. He's the the little guy inside of uh, of the trailer. Oh, but but he's not a little guy. He's actually part of Prime's consciousness. Prime's consciousness was split into three individual parts. Here's a Prime, question: Prime, the trailer, and Roller. Outside of the comic books, how how would you know that? Uh, it's in an actual episode. It is. It, yeah, that's, that's... yeah. I think uh, what was it? Uh, there was a cave in or something, and uh, Roller has to go in, and Roller I think gets like smashed, and Prime is like, oh. Oh, that hurt. Uh, <laughs> so, so you had them. That's the first way, probably the least successful experiment that they did in terms of getting people to buy new toys, because I think that people were just not ready. Oh no, people that. were ready to buy new toys. I just I don't think people were ready to have their beloved characters just ripped from under them, and the mythos and the setting it in the future. I mean, I felt like. Like the thing about Transformers that I liked, the thing about Transformers that I liked when I was driving, when I was in the back seat of my mother's car, driving on the freeway. Awkward. Oh, okay. Um, looking out the windows, you could always kind of pretend that maybe that other car was a Transformer. That's what was neat. They were robots in disguise. You get to the third season of Trans- post movie, they are no longer that. That's true. They are robots that turn into vehicles. But they, they were they were designed by Floro Derry, if I'm pronouncing yeah. his name correctly. And they're not in disguise. They're not hiding at all. There is no we're hiding. So the whole concept of the show is robots in disguise mm-hmm. and they're not in disguise. They're and that and the, the appeal to me about Well, Trans- they're in disguise, but from who? Yeah, it, 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 but the, from who? 
the 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 imagination factor, the sort of magic, the pretend factor for me that that any car could be out there. That if I like, look, when I see that style of truck go by with the flat front, yeah, yeah, even today, that's Optimus Prime. Absolutely. If I see an old VW Bug, uh huh, that's Bumblebee. Yeah. Um. So, but so, VW doesn't want you to think that. Cause... No, 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 no. <laughs> Um, they no longer uh, approve of warlike robots. No, they only created engines for actual planes in war. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah. yeah, for the Germans. No, was it them? I, that's accurate. You know, I, like, yeah, I don't know if that's accurate, and I, I can't. <laughs> I actually don't want to say that. That's probably not true. We love you, Germans. That's and Volkswagen. And you, Volkswagen, you make wonderful cars. And yes, please support us and send us money. Everybody should buy a Volkswagen. Yeah, <laughs> and they never did anything bad ever. Um, <laughs> So, so, but that's turn on that wall. But that's that's the that's I've had alcohol. That's the thing that that was the appeal of the Transformers for me, and even the GoBots beforehand, and everything that was the idea that that's what they were. So that I can tell you, I never ever purchased a toy from the third season. Okay, well, you know what? That's that's actually the distinction that that you have to make because my interest in Transformers initially was the puzzle that I had in my hands. It was it was a it was a almost like a Rubik's cube, but it was a robot that would turn into something else. So it was a, it was busy work for me to have something to do with my hands. That was the initial interest. So the fact that I layered on the mythology helped, you know, to spur that interest and to create something further that I that I, you know, really enjoyed. So, different perspective. You enjoyed the robots in disguise aspect of it from the mythology. I actually enjoyed the toy aspect of it and then brought in the mythology to it. Now, don't get me wrong, I still to this day think that the people who are designing these toys are geniuses. Oh, they're fucking brilliant. And the idea that 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 the cars look like model cars they don't look that's not something i could do they don't look like robots in any way and then they turn the and the and the jets the original design of the jets is is just spectacular i i, I make stuff every day mostly poop <laughs> and it does not transform and if it does i'm going to run screaming so so the the other things the other ga- gags i guess they did we talked about the gags movie, the gag <laughs> um the big thing that i remember and this is so dumb it's so dumb. Was Uh-oh. the the are they good guys or bad guys? Oh, you have to rub the sticker to find out. That's right. Now, That's is there? Right. Did they try to build a story around that at all? Oh, of course. You got two in the warring show. factions. In the show. Yeah, you've, that... you've got two warring factions. You've got Autobots and Decepticons, the good guys and the bad guys. And mostly, you could distinguish them by the fact that the the good guys were were cars. They were land-based vehicles. The bad guys were planes. They were communication devices. You know, and that, that got mixed up a little bit. There were some Autobots that were planes like Jetfire and the, the aerial bots who formed Superion. And there were some bad guys, you know, who were good, who were, you know, cars like, uh, uh, what was his name? Double double Punch or uh, I'm forgetting his name. Double Dealer. One of the, I, 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 the Stunticons. Let's go with the Stunticons and Menasaur and all them. All um, right. So let's, let, let, let me ask you about specifically the stickers that you could write. Okay. Right. Okay. Was there an episode? that dealt with their Transformers out there. We don't know what they are, so let's go find out. Was they, was, no, they're no. not Pokemon. So, so they, they never had that episode? 
you know what? If they did, I'm not recalling it at three o'clock in the morning because that, when we're recording because, our podcast. Well, because that was because that was a big deal. I mean, I remember that. I remember those ads. I remember the the whole and I had those transformers with the little black sticker on the front that you had to run. Well, on. every single one of them had that, and it was a, it was the main distinguishing point. Do you have a good guy? Do you have a bad guy? I never really got into the play factor of deciding if it's a good guy or a bad guy or finding that out. Well, it didn't. It wasn't originally. It was originally they just had the symbols on them. The black, the, the little mm. rubbable black squares was a, was a later selling no, point. No, that was actually. I, re- no, I remember the change. I mean, I remember when they when they said, "Now you don't know." No, no, that was that was from the beginning. That was a gimmick from the beginning because I have an original Optimus Prime and Megatron that both have their rub stickers. Um, so no, that that was actually from the beginning. Somebody had the brilliant idea. And I you would, know what? I, it was I an would, interesting gimmick. I, I I almost want to. Like argue that point. With yeah, you don't argue it with because me. Because I kind of remember, but I remember. Well, you probably remember the toys I, that became Transformers because those did no, not I re- have I, rub I, re- I remember. I remember Megatron with the big purple tra- like Decepticon thing on his chest. Of course, he had that in robot mode. He had that in robot mode, but he also had a rub sign. He also had a rub sign. But let's 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 okay, so, establish so, for our listeners uh, the good guys, Autobots, and bad guys, Decepticons. Oh gosh, if you um, don't know this, guys. Oh, uh, you man. have no, you have no, like, I, well, let's let, no, keep, this like, is keep listening, keep listening, I guess. Cause we, we like having you and it's good to teach you these things, but, but really this will enrich their lives. If you're, if you're listening to a podcast and you don't know who the Autobots and the Decepticons are, there's a, there's a, a finite factor that they need to know about. And that is the fact that there was a civil war. Okay. I know that Cybertron. What is Cybertron? Cybertron was their home planet about the size of Saturn. So so ultimately we're talking about aliens. Yes, we were talking about extraterrestrials that had a civil war on their planet that brought themselves to the brink of destruction. Now they are all one unified race of transform uh, transforming robots, uh, but the Decepticons wanted power and conquest and the Autobots Think of it like Republicans and and Democrats. Okay, the the Autobots are more like Democrats. Uh, the the Decepticons are more like Republicans. Okay, they believe well, in big I, guns. Megatron was a big gun. All right, and world domination. I let's, and Energon. You know, getting all the the power okay, and the I, money. I, I, and, I, I for our Republican listeners, we love you, and maybe you're the Autobots. And if you have guns, uh, email me for Justin's address. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I it's it's look, I think that I think that but no 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 this, this Every, is the, the point that I wanted to make with that is that Michael Bay I don't Bay, even know I don't, I don't I don't even know what to say cuz like <laughs> I, yeah just be quiet. Um so so we Michael love you Bay all. Michael Bay basically Good made Lord it out me. so that the Decepticons were these monsters in the movies they were these these creatures that had to be destroyed but really they were all the same people they were all the same race so that was that was an interesting factor in the original series is that they were all one people who had different ideals and were on different sides of a civil war and uh you know calamity and sometimes hilarity ensued so um the plot of a usual gen well the plot of i'll say this the plot of a usual general generation one season one and two episode of transformers would be something like this the Autobots are doing something with Spike. It's fun. They're having such a good time. Sp- We're helping the homeless who by are feeding them. Who are Spike? Well, Spike and Sparkplug. They are. They are us. Mm-hmm. They are. They are the viewer. Mm-hmm. They are hu- the only humans on Earth mm-hmm. who that- always wear a hard hat. Who know that the Transformers exist uh-huh. and they l- live with them, kind of eventually. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, hey, transforming robots. Guess we'll live with you. Yeah. Hey, look, let's build a toilet in the ark. Um. So, 
<laughs> so so it's that the, they would be doing something and then you would find out that the Decepticons were going to some source of power, mm-hmm. whether it was we're stopping a stream or we're destroying a dam or we're melting some ice caps or we're something that would end up being bad kind of for the environment. Well, Megatron would come up with some type of scheme, some type of well, what plan. Or what is Megatron's goal? Because he does have a specific goal. There's a reason that he's trying to get all this energy that he's trying to get. Well, he wants to collect as much energy as possible to return to Cybertron. Because both of their ships have crashed. Yes. And and Prime's kind of like, okay, cool, we'll hang here. And Megatron's like, you know, fuck this place. I'm mm-hmm. leaving. And I'm just going to get as much energy as I can. So Megatron is, let's be clear, the Decepticons could just go, as they do in the movies, we're going to lay waste to everything. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. But they don't. No. They're not, they're not like, they're not as evil as they're ever portrayed to be. They're not like, let's kill everything. No, no. It's, it was the 80s after all. They, they, they are very much <laughs> like, they, they are very much like, let's, let's get home. It's the at any cost that could like if we they can... wanted to abandon the Autobots, yeah, basically, and have their home world to themselves, and yeah. then conquer the universe from a stronger position. That was that was the Decepticons' major cause. But and if the indeed, Autobots if... wanted peace, and and if indeed they did want to conquer they the universe, harmony and peace, they were tree huggers, man. Yeah, no, then they, they and there was a little bit of that. <laughs> There's you know, a big giant diesel car tree hugger. <laughs> Free hugging SUVs. Burning fossil fuels um, is okay. <laughs> um, so, so the show would essentially be that Al Gore's the, like, "Don't do that." Energon was fuck the, you, Al was Gore. The kind of, I'm Optimus Prime. <laughs> Energon was the the energy that they need to collect. Me, Grimlock, smash Al Gore! Oh my god! <laughs> Can't even talk. <laughs> Go on, just t- tell me about the general plot of an episode, please. Transformers expert. Go ahead. <laughs> Just a general plot. No, you were talking. I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, no, it's okay. I'm sort of afraid to go forward. I now. was, I was just trying to entertain the audience. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Um, I know. I think this is entertaining because it's, it's. There is a formula to it. That, yes. That that they stop the Decepticons from getting the Decepticons go to a place of retreat. Yes. And the next episode, it's sort of the same plot over and over. Yeah, again. Yeah, it was just the same kind of thing over and over again, and, for the most part. And usually, it would be. Every two or three episodes, we'll introduce a new character who's a new toy yes. that's at the center of this plot that if this character ends up working for one side or the other, will have an equal or matching robot will... to take on that one. Let's say uh, the Constructicons that form Devastator. Well, we have the Dinobots yeah. that can take him out. Or we have Metroplex, the giant city. Well, we have Trypticon that can come in and bust his ass all over the place. And those two were both in the show. Oh, of course. So... So the the other thing that I really remember is being a giant selling point. Um, Dinobots, um, Devastator, which is a big deal actually. Devastator is a huge deal because this yes. is this is something that existed in Japan before, but American audience had never seen the idea of five interlinking mm-hmm. robots a gestalt into a larger robot Mm -hmm. which became a huge deal for like 20 years Mm -hmm. Uh, let's let's see if i can remember scrapper mix master long haul bone crusher oh god hook uh yeah i'm not remembering but i think that's all of them did i how many names did i mention you said five yeah that's it so it's first of all it's brilliant because did they sell them individually 
Yes, they sold them individually and as a gift set. But you could, if you had three, you kind of had to buy the other two to do what you mm-hmm. wanted to do with it. Exactly. But, but from a, I almost, this is so stupid to say, <laughs> from a cultural standpoint, without that for American audiences, introducing American audiences to the idea, you don't have Voltron. Mm-hmm. You don't have uh, eventually Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. Um, this idea, five separate ones joining all together. And that was the first time that I remember seeing it. Maybe I know that Voltron probably predates Transformers uh, in, in I, Japan. I, th- I think it's around the same time, actually. But uh, it's around I, the same time frame that that type of robot existed. But I didn't, I had no awareness of it. And I'm sure for American audience, Voltron was relatively new. Transformers was so huge. It was mm-hmm. really, I mean, for goodness sake, the movie is the final movie of Orson Welles. Yes. Um, and I mean, it was it was big. I mean, it, you want to talk about star power? You had fucking Robert Stack, who is no longer. Um, you Orson, know, Orson Welles, Leonard Orson Nimoy. Wells, yeah, it's amazing. And and it 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 was a huge thing. So for someone like me, who that's weird a, Al Yankovic. <laughs> dare to be stupid. Exactly. Now, now let's be clear. He didn't make that song from the movie. No, that was no. off a of preview. I actually had the album that that was off of. Yes. Um, Eric but, Idle as Rekar. Really? Yes. That's cool. Eric Idle's awesome. Yes, he um, is. Monty Python. Uh-huh. Um so you have you, you have this this collection of 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 ideas introduced in Transformers that then continue after Transformers in you know Transformers disappears after mm-hmm. 3 years. Mm-hmm. Um they, by the way, the other thing that I was going to say the big thing that I remember them introducing were the Dinobots mm-hmm. um and the Triple Changers. Ah, yes. Which were which... Astro Train, uh let's see Blitzwing octane and springer and but there were there were some others weren't there just the two of them in the show though astro train and the other one astro train and blitzwing weren't those the two in the show and then the those other... were decepticons uh astro train blitzwing and octane they were all decepticons blitz uh, uh springer was in the movie he turned was into a uh, vehicle and a helicopter okay i had i had astro train yes um, um before we get to the disappearance of transformers Oof. i I had um, I had some Star Wars toys. I had a bunch of GI Joes because they I'm weren't that, to you. they weren't that expensive. But the, the the whole deal was I had friends. I lived in a neighborhood that was uh, that there was a sort of new houses and old houses put together, and we didn't have a lot of money. Um, and there were some kids around that did have considerably more money than I did. And when we played, did they pick on you. Um, all my Transformers that I ever purchased were from garage sales from other kids. Oh. Who were selling their transformers? So, so the they t- had boogers on them. So by the time I got my transformers, transformers already sort of on the way out. But uh-huh. like, like even now, um, I like I gave some to my uh, transformers to my son and stuff. But um, I like if I get one, I'm excited because I'm like <laughs> I never got to I never owned an Optimus Prime. There is a very distinct feel that the original transformers had that the newer ones don't. And maybe it's just the engineering of them. Maybe it's the feel of the plastic. It's die cast. A lot of them. A lot of them were die cast metal and plastic, and probably some weren't that safe with you know lead. But uh, there was a distinct feel to them, and they they, weren't that hard to transform. No, no, they they were relatively easy. And as robots, they never looked really good like they Mm -hmm. did in the show. But as vehicles, they looked absolutely right. Absolutely. Um, But I never like I wasn't able to play with transformers. There was a cost. There was a cost prohibitiveness to it. Um, and, uh, and that was, you know, maybe the issue for some kids too, 
that that to have to have toys that are essentially because you get into the mythology toys that are essentially action figures essentially they they the way that not you not many points of articulation but you have lots of playability well that's the thing is you you what how many points of articulation you have don't don't really matter to you when you're having your war yeah you know and when you're sitting toys side by side going yeah. pew 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 yeah. you die oh, no and, i'm not dying i'm and, coming back to life yeah. and i think that ultimately when you have toys that are $25 a piece just to just to have the ones that you want. No, some of them were 5 Optim- bucks. But 10 Optimus bucks. And- Optimus there were so many different price points it was it was crazy. There weren't individual classes like there are nowadays yeah. where you can get a certain size class of toy. No, they were all well, and you know all what? over the place. I can get an Optimus Prime right now for 6 bucks. He's not a great one and he like he probably just pops up, you know, his one button, you know. I can get I can get an Optimus Prime at McDonald's. You know, it's it's Wow. The, compared to before, there was one Optimus Prime. He had the trailer. From my point of view, they were never they were never inside my. They were never an option. They were never going to happen. Okay, an, it was an Optimus Prime was never going to happen for me. Wow. And and so and then one day it did, and the heavens opened. I know I have never owned one. Oh man. Do what? No, I have. Yeah, you gave you gave Liam an Optimus Prime. Uh, no, I gave one. him a Starscream. He has he has an Optimus Prime somewhere. Oh, he has a little one. Actually, I, yes, he it was like it was like four dollars. It was a little tiny four dollar Optimus Prime. I, I gave him a Ratchet. Yeah, yeah, you gave him a Ratchet. But you know the little the the, the little tiny ones are about yeah, the size yeah. of Hot Wheels. They're yeah. plastic now, but they're about the size of Hot Wheels. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now, if you want to play with Optimus Prime and you're a parent and you don't want to buy a twenty dollar Optimus Prime for your kid, <laughs> which you know. I understand why why you wouldn't because you don't know if your kid's going to be into it something or like... a Pepsi Prime if you're a collector. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. What is that? They made one with a trailer that would hold a bottle of Pepsi. Really? Mm-hmm. That's fun. Um, Cross marketing. The uh, the other thing that's really interesting about um, the G one Transformers is the one Transformer you will never see again, um, and that would be the original Megatron. Well, that actually can well, be they, argued. Yeah. Well, you you are seeing him again. Okay. Yeah. But but what he was for no, kids to play there, with. There is a Legends class toy that is just being released now. A brand new mold, which is a gun Megatron with an orange cap, but it's a tiny, tiny one. Yeah. So that's the first one in a very long time. But yeah, Megatron is known at airports throughout the world as a toy that is not able to be shipped because it turns into a gun. A realistic looking gun. Yes. Like a German Luger or yes. something. Yes, and the yeah. brother of Megatron was Browning, which is another type of gun which I own, but uh, I won't get into that. So t- tell us your tell us your 10 favorite G1 toys. Oh my gosh. 10 favorite G1 toys. I mean, I, I, I would have to stick with Soundwave probably as being my number one all-time favorite, only because not only was he a cassette player, but he had little robots that he could fit in his chest and pop out, and they were virtually endless. Um, you know, Frenzy, Rumble, Ratbat, Ravage. Oh, gosh, please don't hurt me, fans. The Japanese version. Well, he was so he was popular, so popular that, again, I never got to own a Soundwave, um, mm. but they did, they did create an Autobot knockoff of Soundwave. Yes, Sideway. called Blaster, called Blaster, who had his own cassettes, you know, uh, Steeljaw, Eject Rewind, uh, uh, you know, lots lots of different... Fast uh, forward, play, bleep, and, bleep, yeah, and yeah. pause, but he didn't do anything. But top, top 10 favorites, I mean, are we talking character or are we talking toy? I mean, I, I guess, I mean, you don't have to go through all 10. Because you I, could have a crappy toy, like, let's say, Pretender Bludgeon. Yeah. 
who was a skull-faced ninja pretender that turned into a tank. What's a pretender? A pretender is a hard shell action figure that you split in half, and inside is a little transformer. Okay. So that was a pretender. Um, so we could say Bludgeon is one of my favorite characters, but in terms of toy, eh, not so good. But, uh, you know, we've got Shockwave, you know, Megatron. Oh, gosh. I mean, the list could just go on and on. And now, do you, I, do you, I don't think I could pick an actual top 10 favorite. So the Transformers disappear. They try this G2 thing. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Now, let me ask you why. Why did I see G.I. Joe and different permutations of G.I. Joe on the air all the time? I mean, why did, why did I see, like, because I just remember there being G.I. Joe on the air all the time until I was like 13, but Transformers being on the air was just you tough know, to even find. I, I don't know. It was all owned by Hasbro. and uh, Was it just burnout? Was it just like everybody left Transformers and then it, it went away? I don't know what happened with it. I think initially they just ran out of toys that they could throw into the line as individual robots because again transformers was compiled of all these different robot series from japan and you know all these different things so when they ran out of toys i guess they kind of ran out of ideas there wasn't enough interest or i guess financing to yeah. continue with it but gi joe yeah i mean it easier ran for to a make long toys time. easier to make cartoons you know yeah i mean i guess gi joe was easier to manufacture you probably uh, and also i guess there were other licensing issues which like you had to license Names, yeah. yep. names of VW, yep. you know, you, the cars themselves. Yeah, VW so. doesn't want Bumblebee to be a bug anymore. So we, so things like that. So Transformers disappears in eighty. It's gone. Eight, I guess. Yeah. G two is a big failure by ninety. Yeah, I and, think it, it was about like ninety two. I think the G two kind of disappeared, and there now, was a four year lull. Now, is there more Transformers happening in Japan? Um. Yes, there was a continuation of Generation 1. Now, 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 I touched on Pretenders. There were other things. There was Master Force. There was Headmasters. There was Victory. I remember the, but I remember the Headmasters. I okay, remember yeah. them. I and, remember them here. And this isn't just, you know, uh, someone who goes to a local nightclub and gets head and is therefore called a Headmaster. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. This is this is much more serious. It's the robot's head would pop off the last turn thing, into another the, robot. The very last thing I remember seeing on Transformers was an episode called The Return of Optimus Prime. Yes. Where all of the all of the robots were getting this virus that turned them white. Mm -hmm. And they all were evil now. Yes. Not evil like... The, and the Decepticons suddenly, on this final episode, were being portrayed as not that bad. They just kind of disagreed. And, and suddenly there was this idea that the Decepticons... It was a giant retcon in one episode saying, essentially, the Decepticons... Well, we certainly have a fundamental disagreement with you, but you're not so bad because what's really bad is the white virusy Transformers. And so somehow or another, they have to bring back Optimus Prime. And I remember the last thing I ever see is Optimus Prime shaking hands with Galvatron. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then it is over. Yeah, and I remember that there. I remember the headmasters. I remember all For the all intensive purposes. That is where Transformers ended but but you're saying that it continued after that it in, continued in japan with optimus prime but many different iterations and yes it was optimus prime it was megatron. like was like optimus prime and megatron but like a but hot then you, rod is now existing under optimus prime but then is we it? also had star saber then we also had diatlas well let me i mean let, other characters let me that, ask you this question uh, took so the leadership role. does it does does optimus prime is it still set in the future still 
Oh, absolutely. So it's Optimus Prime with Ultra Magnus and clearly Hot Rod. these things were not happening now. But but was it set in the trans? Was it set in the in the season three future? Was it that like yes. Hot Rod and Ultra Magnus are still there? Yes. And except it's now Optimus Prime leading the to chart. a to a degree. And uh, you you could even go as far as to say that Optimus Prime eventually became Victory Leo in the Victory series. Um, but you how know, many more episodes are we talking about? 20, 30, 40? We're, we're talking about, well, Victory, um, if I'm remembering correctly, there were several episodes of Victory, and I'm not remembering off the top of my head what the other... Uh, are we talking more than 10 episodes? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. More than 20? More than oh, 30? Yeah, absolutely. I believe, I, I've done fan dubs. Uh, of can you some find of these? these? Can you, yeah, like, yeah. You can YouTube them, and you can you can find a lot of them, and you can hear my voice. Yeah, um, as uh, you can hear me as Ice Pick in many of these series, and uh, and whether you can hear me as uh, as um, as this other character, I'm not remembering because it's three in the morning, and I'm you drunk. are the voice of the character, and you don't yes, and, your and fans, I don't even remember. So and and so that continues, but we don't hear about it here. Yeah, now, you say four-year lull. What happens at the end of this four-year lull? At the end of this four-year lull, Kenner comes out with a toy series called Beast Wars. Beast Wars, which referenced in the uh, tech specs on the back of the toys, the technical uh, details, the biographies, that there was this uh, this uh, war that happened that involved Transformers. So they, they reference Transformers, but they don't outright say it. So you have characters like Optimus Primal, Megatron. Now, now, is Kenner related to Hasbro at this point? Kenner was bought out by Hasbro, and then it later became Beast Wars Transformers. Now, this so, is before the show. This is this, just... this was just before the show, and the show was one of the first, uh, outside of Crash Test Dummies, was one of the first CG uh, TV shows to come out and be wildly popular. Yeah, I remember there was that one. There was another from one. From Mainframe. Yeah, Mainframe. I remember. Mm-hmm. Now, now what, what year does Beast Wars come out? 96. 96. That's more than a four-year lull, sir. It was about 92 that, that uh, G2 uh, died down. But, so but was, G2 is just years. G1, right? G2 has no episodes that aren't in G1. Not in terms of cartoons, but in terms of toys. Yeah. They reissued a lot of toys. And to to this date, there are a lot of rare G2 toys that are very hard to find. And it's, it's you know, lavish recolors and, and wild, I guess, ridiculous Well, things. And I guess that's the that's the difference in what we're talking about, two different things. Because for me, it was never about the toys. Yeah. <laughs> for me, it was about the stories. See, for me, it was about the toys and then the stories. I, I couldn't afford the toys, so I could only have the stories. No, I um, couldn't afford them either they were just given to me um so so the 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 show ends in 89 88 89 yeah it was about it was about that 89 90 somewhere around so there. so um so the show ends even if it's 90 it's six years until beast wars i'll bet the show if it started in 84 and ran three seasons might have ended as early as 87 88 because i don't remember You're the, probably right i don't remember the show being around when i was in middle school mm. um so the show ends Comes back as Beast Wars mm-hmm. in '96, which goes from pre-middle school to two years into college mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but when it comes out, I am now an adult. I'm about to get married. I get married in '97. Mm-hmm. So we've gone from me not even being in middle school to me being a married adult mm-hmm. before Transformers comes back. Mm-hmm. And it's Beast Wars. And let's, and let's put adult in quotation marks yeah, there. Because I look at my stand up 1980s video game in the corner. <laughs> um, so so it comes back in, comes back in 96. Flanked by the Millennium Falcon. I know. And Star Wars posters <laughs> everywhere. Um, uh, don't tell the Trekoff listeners. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Too. Hey, Trekoff fans. 
How about uh, you trek off this podcast? Oh, uh, no. It's about yeah. Transformers, yo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they... Although, you know what? Transformers crossovers, there are Star Wars Transformers. Yes, I am. So you are part of the family now. They're cool. You are part of my family now. Um, so, <laughs> Beast Wars Transformers, on the back of the to- toys, they mentioned something to do with it, with, with some kind of ancient war, but there's no real, from what you told me, there's no real indication that it has much to do with it. No, it's just like, oh, this person is the namesake of this, you know, but uh, it doesn't directly reference. And then later on, it, it was labeled Beast yeah. Wars Transformers, and it was official. And we don't, and, and at the time Beast Wars comes out, we don't know when or where we really are mm-hmm. in reference. Are we in the past? Are we in the future? Well, are we... there, there was no distinction that this was actually Transformers. They were called Transformers. It was Beast Wars Transformers. And the bad guy was Megatron. Yeah, the bad guy was Megatron, voiced by actually a buddy of mine, David Kay. Uh, yes. And... Uh, uh, it 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 wasn't clear that this was part of the same mythology. It was just kind of like, oh, these are We're transforming robots yeah. that turned into uh, animals now, not vehicles, animals. This is so a what paradigm is, shift. So what is what is the first indication on Beast Wars? When's that? Because I, I assume you're watching Beast Wars when it comes oh, out. Oh yes, every oh, week. Yes. Every week. So when is that slap you in the face aha moment where you start Ooh. giggling wildly? Where suddenly this show you're watching, which has nothing to do with Transformers, suddenly, well, Waspinator becomes possessed by Starscream, <laughs> and that—that's the—that's I've yes, seen that, and it is ago. the Starscream. His spark floats around on the planet somewhere because he has his immortal spark, and he possesses Starscream as well as Terrorsaur. And they and they they uh they remake some of the scenes from the Transformers movie, if I remember correctly, in that episode. Well, not not really. Now, do, you do they what? show in, Unicron? In, in ter- show- yeah, that was actually what I was thinking about. In terms of chronology, um, maybe Unic- the image of Unicron came first because the aliens that were, that were uh, trapping Optimus Primal took the form of Unicron to scare him as something that he would recognize same episode as, same no episode. no no this was a different episode earlier or later I, that, that's what i'm not remembering right off the top of my head so it was either the un, the image of unicron or it was starscream possessing yeah. waspinator but in, and of in, course waspinator always getting blown to bits um, now was i seem to remember there was something there like going through the arc at one point is it in that, that was episode? actually the series finale that was the series finale. They, they, they. Megatron found the Ark, and he tried to destroy Optimus Prime, and therefore, by destroying Optimus Prime, would completely eradicate the Autobots' victory, which you know took place in the future, and the Decepticons would have taken their rightful place, and therefore, the Predacons. In Beast Wars, it was Maximals and Predacons. Now, let me ask you. You said victory. Are you talking about the show Victory? No, no. Just the fact. That the Just Autobots the fact won. that the Autobots okay. prevailed in the future. So the Beast Wars. Uh, Transformers has no, does not reference the Japanese no, stuff. At all. No. Does it even reference the season three at all? No, no. It it just because it, the arc is on Earth. It represents the, the origins. They the Beast Wars that, happened before G one. Oh, it happened. It happened before G one. So the arc landed how, on wait, Earth. How can, how can that be? With there was the, a million years before the Autobots woke up and the Decepticons woke up. So in between that million years, how the does Starscream happen? How 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 does Starscream's vo- ghost? Get um, there? that's a fantastic question that I don't I don't think I, I was have the exact I always got to. I, I always sort of felt like 
that this was supposed to be after. It came through a wormhole, if I'm remembering correctly. So it's possible that his spark traveled back in time. So and... the so the idea is that if you destroy Optimus Prime, that they are now aware of what happens way in the future because of Starscream's ghost, I suppose. And the, and and they're aware of, of what happens in the future. So they're like, we're going to disrupt the timeline by killing. Well, they were first made aware of it. Dinobot actually was made aware of it because one of the, the planet that they were on had two moons. And one of those moons was destroyed in uh, one of the uh, season finales, uh, as was Optimus Primal. Um, and the only one that was remaining was identified as one that looked like Earth's moon. So this established that uh, this was Earth and the time was later established when they found the Ark. Okay. Um, so so Beast Wars ends. Mm, unfortunately. And then what happens? Well, then we have... Is there another lull? There, No, there is no lull. Uh, at this point, Transformers is in full swing again. We have... We have not only Transformers, we, ha- we have not only Beast Wars, we have Transmetals. We what have, are those? We have Fusers. We're talking about toys. Yes, we're okay. talking about toys and characters in the show. The Transmetals were, were robotic-looking animals that would turn into organic-looking uh, robots. And the right. Fusers were like two different animals that would turn into one particular robot. Okay, so, you, so it, it's followed up by Beast Machines. Beast Machines. No, what's the hate? What's up with the hate on Beast Machine? Because oh, I, gosh. I have had, I have had others say to me that Beast Machines is, is, is great. Beast Machines was an interesting series, and and you know, looking back on it, when I was watching Beast Machines, I was really hoping for the same level of intricacy that we got with Beast Wars. Beast Wars, in a lot of ways, was sometimes an adult show. It really was. It really was, and you know, clearly, it was not that not that it's really dark and violent all the time, but that rather, I remember there being episodes where there's almost nothing but talking. Well, by the end of it, it was directly tied into the G1 universe. And to the fans, that was entirely appealing. Now, with Beast Machines, you almost have what they did with Star Trek in the fact that Megatron, when he, when being transported back to Cybertron as a criminal, ends up getting sucked back into time and takes over Cybertron, wipes out the entire race of Transformers, and enslaves their souls. So he is, in essence... Cybertron, and he is the Transformers past, present, and okay. future. So you go from uh, uh, a level of, hey, we have to fight this individual battle with these particular individuals to we are fighting for our existence. And and because it's a time travel thing, he completely undoes everything that ever happened. For the most part. For the most part. Is that they, ever rectified? They, they arrive at the exact same point that they are supposed to, but Megatron arrived in the past. And he eradicated pretty much the entire population and enslaved them. So, so is this ever corrected before Beast Machines goes off the air? No. So, when Beast Machines ends, the very end Beast of Beast Machines G1, turned into a spiritual journey of Optimus Primal, searching for balance in the universe between organic and inorganic, which infuriated the fans because Transformers were robotic organisms. So thinking in terms of the natural progression of where this could go, I wasn't that offended by it. Yeah. I thought it was, you know, 
okay, this is a natural progression, kind of organic, kind of robotic. They're a hybrid. But at the same time, I was jonesing for some Optimus Prime as a truck and Megatron as a gun. You know, that was something that I really enjoyed. Beast Wars, them turning into animals, I was okay with that too. But then then it was tied into G1 and suddenly they completely destroyed G1. They destroyed There's a everything. shot of, of them destroying a statue of Optimus Prime on Cybertron. And, and that was supposed to signify that they were, you know, uh, discounting the past. or And the, the, the little things like that infuriated the fans. And you wouldn't believe the fact that uh, the creators of Beast Machines actually received death threats. Wow. Yeah. Fan, the, the fans of Transformers are pretty hardcore. Yeah, I've, I've learned. I've learned. You don't fuck with these motherfuckers. Yeah, I know. They're, they're cool. They're cool. <laughs> they they're, are cool. And they're a force. We to be love regular. you. Yeah, well, we do though. I mean, that's that's. I mean, ultimately, ain't no midichlorians up in this motherfucker. Oh wow, <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll give you a point. Thank you. Point taken. Cha-ching. All right. So, what year does Beast Machines go off the air? Oh gosh, uh, ninety nine, ninety eight. And what happens next for Transformers 99. after? Uh, well, we had Beast Machines. There were some and toys. Then, and then we transferred over back to... Oh, I remember what came next. An Armada. That's very different. Armada, Energon, and Cybertron. Three different series that were part of a quote-unquote Unicron trilogy. So this is, this is uh, truly the second generation of transformers for the very first time you're you're into a, this this a is complete a completely different reboot. universe this but, is a reboot but the three shows are related to each other armada uh armada energon and cybertron are all they're all loosely, loosely related, related to each yes. other they are they exist within a single chronology pretty much yes okay so give me the concept of armada briefly oh boy armada was about the minicons these small robots that uh well okay first of all it is now present day again it's present day it's a bunch of kids there's humans it's robots in disguise it's a bunch of kids it's it's a it's transformers answer to pokemon exactly that's exactly what it was and you gotta catch them all you gotta get all the minicons to upgrade and power up your your transformers and it's a bunch of kids and it was it was a play gimmick so you have these little robot toys that plug in to the bigger robots and they activate little powers um so ultimately they were all i guess supposed to or they were part of i don't remember exactly what it was but they were they had something to do with unicron who was the, the the chaos bringer the destroyer now i remember you telling me armada's terrible but Energon, you know, our, Armada Bur- well, or, or, got not that, better. Not, not that it's terrible, but the Energon it got better. And Starscream actually was was turned into a good guy. He was actually turned kind of into a good guy so later in the series. What's the difference with Energon? Because I seem to you, were, I seem to remember you saying that there was a quality jump. Yes, Energon, Energon was back to a CG type series. So Energon was was I, I don't remember if it was entirely CG, but there were elements of it that were CG. And uh, it took place, I guess, in the in the not too distant future of Armada, where Unicron was destroyed, but he was still kind of, sort of active. Are there still minicons? There are still minicons. There is a presence called Alpha Quintesson, uh, who lives inside Unicron's floating head, who I guess inadvertently brings Unicron back in Cybertron, and uh, ultimately in Cybertron we see the duel of Primus. 
uh, and Unicron, who are the two deities of the Transformers. And does this does this series end or does it fizzle out? Does it is there a clear like this is this is how does it end? Spoiler alert! How does this series end? Um, I don't remember. Oh wow! <laughs> I'll be honest. You know what? That entire series was kind of a blur to me because I I enjoyed the toys, but I just didn't have the time to really get into the mythos of it. I was, now didn't, didn't I was in, an adult getting into my own stuff, and you know it now just, in in comic book form. Eventually, didn't they sort of relate it to G one in some way? Well, I I would be remiss to not give a shout out to Simon Furman, who was one of the writers. Uh, well, one of the main writers of any Transformers mythos over the years from, you know, IDW comics to, uh, you know, all over the place. He he really created a lot of the stuff that we have, including scripts that I've read at, at Transformers conventions. Um, so, I mean, the mythos continued and he did his best to really tie it all in and try to make it one universe, whether it be different dimensions and different this and we so, even had so, different different universes where uh where where is it referenced where where can you see that armada comic books and comics you can see it in comic book form and you can even see uh the uh the um uh the battles where megatron rises to power by killing psykill the evil leader of the GoBots. Go yeah. And are they called the GoBots in that? Yeah. yeah. They were they were from a distant uh, a distant uh a different dimension and a different planet. So, and the same thing you had, you'd have, you'd have Optimus Prime on one side be, meeting Optimus, the two Optimus Primes like meet up from one of the, uh, one of the uh, BotCon exclusives was actually a recolor of Bumblebee that was supposed to be a GoBot from one of the other planets that was, that came into the universe to kill Megatron for all the atrocities that he committed. That's cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Th- there's the, I do remember, I do remember I did buy the first two issues of the new transform, the very adult Mm-hmm. Transformer. The idea that the Transformers have been laying dormant. This isn't your father's Autobot. Um, and and I kind of remember. Isn't that supposedly a continuation of the end of the Marvel series? That at the end, the very last issue of the Marvel series, there was a G two Marvel series. Well, but like, isn't isn't the last issue of the Marvel series that they try to escape and they're shot down and everybody crashes and they that's it? And I kind of remember that, that. Doesn't IDW like pick up from there the idea that? That nobody's seen the Transformers for years, and that somebody has IDW rebooted it. Well, it wasn't it wasn't IDW? It was Dreamwave. Dreamwave started yeah. the the comic Transformers. I just up remember again. that, comic but it was a retelling. That, but that was a grown up. What the comic comic I read was it took place after. It took place after the events of G of the G one show, and I think it took place after something. But they're essentially there are dormant, essentially. The, like no nobody's seen Transformers and somebody has the quote unquote dead body of Megatron. Like the government has him. And oh, they essentially gosh. reignite him and he essentially they they he ends up just just killing everybody. Well that happened I think that's happened a couple times. Even in the animated series called Transformers Animated, yeah. which is uh the last series. Now it's currently Transformers Prime. No, I is but it the previous currently series, Transformers yeah. Animated, there was the head the Megatron's head was being held by a scientist and you know, a lot of technology was being garnered from him until he eventually No, I've heard the stories on Animated free. was were okay. You know what? The stories were fun. Uh, animated was an interesting series because the, the animation was just wrong. For Der- Derek Wyatt, uh, his designs actually were influenced uh, in the toys themselves. So you would have, 
you know, robot uh, vehicles that would turn into what looked like the animated versions of those robots, which was kind of interesting as an aesthetic. It was it was interesting. Very I, different. I feel like it was wrong for Transformers, which is ultimately probably why it didn't do as well as ultimately maybe it could have done. every single Transformers series. You are going to have protractors and detractors. So are, every is, single one is, and, and the Transformers fan base is vehement in their likes and dislikes. Now, they, so they so so is there a faction the trans- adamant? The the <laughs> the is there a a Transformers fan base for the animated series that goes that's the best there was. There's a couple individuals. There there is a lot of in terms of the community of Transformers and and I I've been fortunate enough to be a part of that community for many many years. Uh in fact, I'm actually a facilitator for allspark.com, um which is one of the largest Transformers communities on the on the internet. Um you know, there are some people that are vocal about their likes and dislikes, and there are others that just kind of hang back and are there for the ride. Um, but uh, there, there's a lot of people in the Transformers community, a lot of known faces, a lot of known names, and uh, there are conventions that you can go to and you can meet these people. You can meet the voice actors. You can collect, you know, unique toys and, and you know, have fun. So um, pre-animated, post-Armada, we hear that the guy who made Armageddon is making a Transformers movie. And that's as far as I'm going to let the podcast go today. Oh no, because we're out of time. But tune in next week to hear part two, where we talk about Transformers, Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, and the upcoming Transformers Dark of the Moon, as well as the future of the franchise. So tune in next week to pop off. For this week, I'm Justin saying goodbye for Daniel. Pop off! Pop off!